0: Hello humans and welcome to the Sapient Living Podcast. Today on the show we are joined by my husband Thomas Weber and he will be talking to us about his work in mental health and specifically about his growing understanding in the world of delusions. Thank you so much for listening and let's just jump right in.
1: So there was this handout I got a long time ago about delusional thoughts and it was like a great little guide on how to check in with somebody who was having delusional thoughts and be like, okay, like, are these delusional thoughts real or are they like a delusion? And um, in the page, like, it kind of describes kind of like what kind of questions to go through the person with the person, like, are, would your friends care about this? Is is it, is it like totally rational, you know, like ki- kinds of questions that like get someone be like, eh, eh, no, no, no. And like well, okay, I guess it's a delusion, kind of like the questions that get them to feel like that. And it was like, okay, well, and then the next step that asked is like, okay, well, why do delusions begin? Like, what what causes us to have delusions? And it was talking about how, like, basically, when you're going through anxiety and stress, like when you're like kind of like pumped up with all that energy, that. Um, it's possible for you to basically try to come up with reasons for the weird sensations you have going on in your body and other like sensations you might have mm-hmm. and um, you know to, to some degree like it can happen because of like a, a legitimate like brain dysfunction or with like something like drugs, you know, mm. that like make you see like hallucinations. Um, either one that makes you see hallucinations, but essentially that like the, the, the connection I saw was that it seemed like someone's parts, you know, trying to protect them from pain, were trying to rationalize um, what these sensations were all about, and then coming to conclusions about like, oh, I'm gonna come up with this belief that be, you know, if I have this perspective, it's gonna help me in some other way. And that's something I brought up at work too, you know, with like some of my clients that or some of the other clients that we talk about that are just like holding on to these perspectives and and really, you know, firmly gripping them because the alternative would be like maybe, you know, there isn't a man waiting for you to pick you up at the airport.
0: I know a lot about this from a personal perspective (laughs) so it's interesting talking to somebody who has like i don't know career experience with this because i mean that's even a lot what i've been talking about even on my podcast for the past few days Mm. is Mm -hmm. like is this a delusion or am i leaving a delusion
1: yeah yeah.
0: Like I, all I know is that whatever context and reality I was holding on to mm-hmm. before a couple weeks ago is not holding up to scrutiny anymore. Sure. And so it feels like I'm falling into delusion, but I really think I'm falling out of delusion.
1: Yeah, I think it's I mean it's it's interesting like knowing coming from like a parts perspective where you have like multiple different intelligences within yourself that identify and 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 process through different types of information and when you don't have the ability to like connect the dots to connect those different like processes then like it's easy for one of them to be like well you're clearly not paying attention to this and like suddenly like those suspicions grow and Mm. like the 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 case become like continues to build on like you know just like reverberating on on with a part in itself it's kind of like isolated and it can like build up these like systems and structures that aren't really connected to anything else but like definitely represent someone who's not able to have that internal discourse
0: so is it a bit like being unaligned or is it more extreme than that
1: i i think it is i think it's essentially like being unaligned i think well i what my what i'm trying to say my point here is that like i believe that some aspects of delusion are are like at least like the 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 spur is there Mm. you know maybe there's maybe you were maybe you did feel something that like made you terrified doesn't mean you're possessed by a demon okay um it's it's just like what there there's a sensation you come to conclusions the conclusions might be wrong but the reason why you came to those conclusions might be because there wasn't a lot of like
0: there wasn't any context there wasn't
1: any there wasn't it yeah there wasn't context there wasn't like a a, you know a a thoughtfulness about like is this a is this a rational thought is this a feeling if it's a feeling what does it represent
0: well and the layer i want to add in just because i'm me Mm -hmm. is if you've never been around rational people oh yeah how are you supposed to know that you're having a rational thought or not
1: right I, i mean that's that's a really good point because a lot of people aren't brought up in rational realms they they I mean their realities are they're holding on to realities that are fic-
0: fictitious yeah they're not connected to actual cause and effect mm-hmm. um
1: or, or crazy cross cause and effect well, rules that that don't make sense
0: that's what that's what i mean mm-hmm. you know you can label cause and effect as something else but at the right. end of the day if you drop this apple it's falling and when you live in a household where it's really hard to find Mm. anything that's like if i do this this is going to happen
1: no consistency there's
0: there's either no consistency or the consistency is this is shit (laughs) then like that's (laughs) that's kind of what i'm adding into this idea and i i appreciate you giving so much credit and space to the development of a delusion Mm. um it Mm. really helps me be softer at the like Understanding of the development of parts in general, mm. um, because in so many ways we can we can more or less identify the young p- parts mm-hmm. as little delusions,
1: sure that are like yeah. hanging
0: out inside of us, being like, hey, but if you do that, somebody's gonna hit you, right? And then you're thirty, and you're like, oh, I haven't actually talked to that person in several right. years, and nobody's hit me since I was twelve, yeah, and et cetera, et cetera, yeah. They're little delusions, but they're not. Yeah. Their understandings right. of a situation based on the circumstances that you yes. have.
1: It's like a compression of oh, a of yeah. a feeling into a one one specific thing or maybe a vague thing, but mm. like still a condensation of the feelings into something that your conscious mind can like wrap its
0: right. Cause you gotta be tethered to something. And that's the big thing that I've been noticing mm-hmm. in the last few weeks of trying to let myself go from the um, like concrete posts that I've been like holding on to of like how the world works and mm-hmm. how people works and how being in this family works and how safety works. And then um, having challenged my family recently to kind of like put their money where their mouth is like, where do you stand with me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I got my answer and I was like, okay, well then that unpacks everything into being different than i understood it to be because if the adults that i'm going to to tell my truth to my truth whether it's delusional or not you know from some sort of subjective perspective but as a historian that barely exists yeah um but being able to take my truth to the people that i need to hear me and they didn't that can either send you into a tailspin of Nobody believes me, let me get deeper into my things I can't prove. Or in my case has been like, oof, I've been holding on to a lot of things that aren't true and are can't be substantiated. Mm-hmm. And so being able to find in ourselves, in people we might touch, like that you know work with or teach or they might read something we write, or mm-hmm. however that ends up going down, that it's really hard to figure out if something is true based on bouncing it off of external factors. But when mm-hmm. you're in when you can't base your decisions off of what you know to be true? Yeah. Like I'll just give the example of like at this point I'm afraid of people. So every time I hear somebody walking around or talking or anything, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going into like a trigger.
1: Okay.
0: And clearly that has delusional aspects of it. But I don't know that it's not based on my lived experience, and mm. I'm not assuming that the FBI is here to get me. So okay. at what point right. does it go from like, I'm trying to be aware of the unfortunate circumstances that I'm in, and understand them yeah. the best I can, and I'm probably going to get it wrong, right. and when does it go to like,
1: Right, well, gods. yeah, I mean... I've been there too. It's It's pretty, like i worked with a lot of people who did meth. Mm. and like my my understanding of the whole like experience of, of doing math is that like it's a very um you know well just just like the basics is that like it as a drug will strip you of your ability like your 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 positive hor- hormones all at once or i mean it, and and uh layers to it but but essentially like your body as a recoil effect goes through like a a process of like feeling really shitty after Mm. and it's such a weird feeling such like a chemical weird feeling that a lot of people start to feel like these really like this like a sense of dread almost and um because the habit um is something that like still pulls you in it still like makes you want more still makes you want to do it again yeah it's hard to like for the for the people who are somehow rationalizing that they can still do math not to connect like it's easy for them to say it's oh i'm possessed by a demon rather than say oh my physical body is having a chemical reaction to the drug that I just took that ma- is making me feel this sense of, like, horrible dread.
0: It makes a lot of sense. And also, going back to being a historian and an yeah. anthropologist, like, that's what people have done forever. Like that, oh. that, uh, a, a lightning hit this tree.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: What happened? We don't understand electricity. We barely right. even understand what a tree is. We don't yeah. understand how any of this works the human mind seems to not be able to pause and say, I don't know. Mm. Because that's terrifying. I guess so. And so we're more likely to invent a mm. thunder and lightning god and goddess story. Right. Where they were having a fight, so and yeah, one of the kind of lightning bolts fell methods of yeah.
1: like, Oh, it was a human ish. It kind accidentally her, like, fell yeah. from
0: heaven and that's right. what hit the tree. We yeah. we do that. I guess so. And i just think that as i don't know hmm. mental health professionals if that's what we're even doing these days mm-hmm. coming from that perspective knowing that delusion is a really broad term yeah because we have been diluting truth as a populace forever mm-hmm. because we didn't have the truth to begin with we didn't like we weren't given the truth and then we chose to extrapolate
1: right. narrative
0: from it. We had no idea what's going on. We still mostly have no idea what's going on, no matter how sciencey people like to get and explain themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we still don't really understand what's going on. So from like a lived experience of what's true, yeah you tell me like who are we supposed to be learning that what is true from because I don't really have. <laughs>
1: and i think that's i think that's like the wisdom i'm trying to pull from this is Mm -hmm. that like we 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 don't really know what's true like we we have built our society off of a lot of like conclusions you know like there i mean you know like there's been some dialogue over the years you know the earth is round not flat you know like whoa interesting you know it's (laughs) it's been dynamic right anyways you know like were we living on turtles maybe we're not living on turtles like I'm, I'm Being never... in another dimension, right? And right. And, and that's <laughs> that's another part of this is that like, what we see is different than what we feel mm. is different than what we smell, oh. and oh. you you know like the it, it's it's kind of arbitrary to um, to say that it's it is you know for one person to be like, well what I see is an orange tree and what someone smells is uh, no you know what I smell is an orange tree you know like it's
0: like I have a good example about that hmm. one the scented pine cones oh other people see it they're like yay it's Christmas time the traditional scented pine cones yay cinnamon this is great right I get downwind of those things and I lose my ability to be a mentally functional person because they're highly toxic yeah i'm just gonna hold that there yeah that I mean, alone
1: right yeah it's it, there's there's definitely delineations in it and it's like it, it's weird but we we tend to focus in on one aspect one like quality and then like try and describe it yeah and when when in reality no sorry sorry bucko that reality <laughs> re- reality is so complex so so amazing and interesting that like we as, as like life forms developed ver- ver- various different means of, of experiencing it and, and noticing it. and some life forms have way better abilities to notice it and experience it than even we do.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: So I, I, I mean there's a lot out there to be experienced and to no- and to be noticed and like these condensations we use to describe it um, are helpful, certainly. But also like worth like i think i think the evolution into being conscious into like being like more sapient as a person is to take those thoughts to take those like "Hmm, i think you know oh like i'm getting this sense that we're on turtles like okay let's explore that like (laughs) what 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 about that analogy helps to represent the sensations that you're picking up you know like what about that is making you feel differently and and helping you you know and and let's compare it to all the other uh, methods and see how like it impacts us um but you know that's obviously been heresy for a long time
0: right Um, (laughs) i was gonna say that most everything that we're working with right now is just built on tradition Mm -hmm. and the idea that you have to tear down tradition to be able to add anything new in and that in it just even that relationship in itself of the scientific process or even history being documented means that one person wins and one person loses yeah um and you have to fight every step of the way mm-hmm. um is where we've essentially lost pure philosophy oh and being yeah, able to like so. talk about it yeah and even though pure philosophy is we're supposed to be able to talk about it and we don't have to agree right It still turned into a war whose philosophy was going to win
1: yeah i mean i guess it's loaded i guess it i mean it is you know because people are wondering like what actually is the cause of lightning we want to know right and, and then
0: even when it's explained people are like "Ugh, whatever <laughs> some dimensional thing that I don't care about. Like, and sure. it's so interesting to me, even as a, like a student,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how we might've been learning the truth, but it wasn't very interesting, so we didn't care. And then we continue to be ignorant because we don't right. want to know. Yeah. And then that just like, cause it was interesting what you said is like, well, that might be true, but let's compare it to all the other processes. And that's a very quintessential Thomas thing is like, mm-hmm. let's pretend that we have access to all options until we find the one that fits best Mm -hmm. and um i think that it's important to note that like nobody has access to that sort of thing and thus nobody's coming to any conclusions from an objective standpoint where they're just looking what works best and what feels best and what makes most sense and what's the most effective Hmm. I promise you that's not how decisions are being made (laughs) in politics or education or anything what do you
1: feel like the if you the best you can describe the rationale or like the thinking process
0: what is the currently accepted truth and how can we stick to that as much as possible so we don't offend anyone sure and if we have something different how do we justify a change from the norm? Mm,
1: right, Never adjustment. given a blank piece of paper. Yeah, I think that's definitely like something that the scientific community now struggles with, which is like really counterintuitive for them because like it's, it's also like a core te- tenement of like the whole philosophy of, of science that like you we should um, be seeking. We should be seeking. We should be trying to explore like what is real rather than like sticking to a, a model. But, you know, like Newtonian physics like clashes really heavily against like um what's what's the word for it um
0: what's the other one
1: quantum theory there we go yeah so you know see it's almost like see there's how you see the world whether you see the world as wiggly um vague things that like (laughs) smush together sometimes (laughs) or you see them as like hard balls that definitely don't <laughs> yeah you, you know like it, it it changes the way you see the world and it changes the way you interact with the world on on some levels
0: on on most levels
1: yeah and and you know it's like what is practical depends on what your application is depends on what you're thinking about
0: and i mean to kind of bring that back to what we were talking about before and what's over there mm-hmm. is what are your delusions causing you to do
1: Hmm. and
0: what is your relationship with them Mm -hmm. i i will never forget you working with the person who was hearing voices and you just asked them to listen once Mm. because they were trying to do everything to get rid of them and to disavow them and to run and they probably i think i don't know if i can prove this but it seemed like they had worked with other people who had just told them voices aren't real that's you Mm. being a problem sure and so all they were trying to do was just run and then i remember you were like well what are they trying to say like are they dangerous do they like you do they not like you are they trying to lead you to do healthy things or unhealthy things like what is up here and even and you've always been like that you've always been like well what how do you feel about this
1: yeah right yeah and i i mean that's it's it's interesting i think that like you know in in a, in a lot of like mind space, like it's also relevant that like what you're going through is most likely temporary. Mm. Um, a lot of people who are in a delusion feel like it's going to be permanent. Of course. And some people like wire themselves around a delusion and like create like I don't know cycle themselves like. In, they create a lot of to, infrastructure to create, it, to create it, like permanence or to create like yeah. a a like a. Clasped onto that idea, but in general, like in I found, fa- yeah, I mean, I've gen- in general, I found that like, you know, it really is like when you shine the light on the actual monster, and stop like just trying to like pick up like bits and pieces, like oh, you know, a sound here, or a you know, a, a glimpse there, you know, that's that's the true fear is is like, you know, avoiding seeing what it really is. Mm that will sustain you in like perpetual not knowing perpetual wondering perpetual like oh it could be anything could be this vague anything kind of a thing
0: it's just gonna be bad
1: but when you notice the specificity of the thing sometimes it can be like okay you know like i mean i I was talking with a guy once who who was hearing he he felt like there was these gods that were trying to like you know been there like be be mad at him sure and um you know know he was it was dealing with it it was impacting his delivery shop. he was like you know so i was trying to ride my bike and hearing these god voices and i don't know what to do it's like you know like yeah like why Um, next time that happens like pull over mm. <laughs> you know like see like hear what this thing is because because you're right like continuing to run away from it you're never going to process it and right. um ultimately you know like being able to come to your own considerations of like processing through these things it's like, yeah, like delusions. It's like a part of the human experience pretty much. Like yeah. we, we, we can agree there that like, you know, on like what the reasons or we, we can disagree about the reasons, but we can agree about that it's there. Definitely. And, um, you know, being able to accept that like, like from, from this perspective, that if it, if it is like a feeling and if it is, like, possible to understand a feeling better by exploring it further, you're not going to get sucked up into Cthulhu.
0: Or if you, you do, you know, and that, <laughs> that'll right, be and something.
1: That's, that's the, that's the like, you know, interesting bit about, like, the, the game aspect of this is that, like, you know, in the game of Call of Cthulhu, like, similar to D&D, like, the the more that you explore something, the more you, like, oh, I'm going to read that book. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. I'm going to, you know, listen to the ramblings of a madman, like, that you get sucked in, that you... You, you become more delusional you and eventually you know you, you you meet the God and you know you realize that the world is, is, acts in a way that it, you didn't think it, it really it did but it actually it, it is quite fantastical but that is part of a fantasy. It's a fantasy setting.
0: Well and it's part of my lived experience that honestly when I have those I don't even know what to label them, we'll just call them delusional moments where I yell back. What do you want? Yeah. What I end up finding more often than some awesome God that's actually trying to have some impact in my life (laughs) is not a whole lot. And it's actually the worst thing is that it's disappointing. Sure. And it's like underwhelming. Yeah. And it's actually nobody cares because the delusions Mm. of like a God is after you. Is a whole lot better sometimes than nobody gives a flying flip about you at right. all. You don't matter, and no one's ever cared. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go and you ask that God, "What do you want?" and it turns out either they're nice, mm-hmm. or they don't want anything, or they're not really there. Yeah, it's just disappointing.
1: Right, and, and that's
0: so scary. That may be the
1: ultimate fear that, like, you know, you're you're alone in the world, yeah. and no one really gives a shit about you.
0: <laughs> right, those FBI like, agents. It- don't have your number
1: yeah i mean all i mean like the the delusions that like i I mean like all of all the delusions that i like i'm looking on this web md article on like all these solutions and like pretty much all of them none of them say Mm
0: -hmm.
1: oh man you know i have this fear that like no one cares about me no one's talking about me i'm terrified you know like no one's saying that nobody brings up it's all delusions that are like i'm you know the, the truth is i'm super powerful yeah you know i i the truth is that like i'm getting secret messages from celebrities the truth is i'm connected to god the truth is that like right. you know someone is targeting me specifically and and you know make and, you know poisoning my food you know like it's all me based issues i'm yeah. having trouble with self
0: right but it's it's also writing a narrative that you were chosen sure And it's also it's a it's a dichotomy of I've been chosen and people are trying to make me do things I don't want to do. Right. Hi, my name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber and I have a problem. Yeah. Like that's my pain.
1: Yeah. I mean, like thinking thinking from a parts perspective, like how do you protect yourself from that pain? Boundaries. Delusions one answer boundaries that's a that's a maybe a healthy answer
0: i don't know that delusion protects you from the pain hmm. so much as gives you a context to chew on
1: oh interesting like sure. it just
0: gives you something to like wrap around like, your oh, finger so that you're is, like this is what oh, oh this, this is what's, what's going on, going
1: on. What, what's lightning oh it's zeus he's throwing lightning bolts well, okay okay that
0: one too but also the one that when it's like you've been chosen like these like oh, god mm. based or the fbi based like we oh. get a lot of we see a lot of those coming yeah. through it's like they're watching me kind of things mm-hmm. Um, you. I think like no. it's the most common one you ever talk about is right. people who think that somebody is specifically looking at them.
1: Right. And I mean, like, and now in the con the context of 2020, is oh. that like we're all being watched.
0: Right. Well, but it's that's me- a whole other. That's another episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it it comes up. You know, it's like I mean, yeah, like the, it's like yeah, you you are being watched. You know, we are be- we all all, mm-hmm. are, all all are all being watched in a weird way.
0: I just think it all comes down to us, like having needs that we don't know how to express, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what I'm getting the most out of what you're saying is like, whether you know it's any of these kinds, whether you're feeling mm-hmm. something, seeing something, tasting something, experiencing something, you have a narrative. What I'm experiencing through, well, vicariously through, kind of what I know about what you've been through with with past clients, um, and then just doing some of this research with you, is that clearly humanity is going through hell if if their way of coping Mm -hmm. remember this is all coping Mm -hmm. coping is to create a narrative that other people can't even fathom that tells me that that person is going through something that they can't fathom Mm -hmm. that nobody around them can fathom Mm -hmm. that they have no context for so they just write a story and the Mm bigger the story the more grandiose the story the more they are in pain in ways that nobody has ever tried to understand well wow. and it just gets worse and worse and worse the more that people say well that's not mm, real right you're the only person i've ever worked with mm-hmm. that never says well that's not real you're just like oh that's a clue into something that we're going to talk about right. for sure yeah you've never told me or that i know of anyone else oh well that's not real so it's it's interesting that you're even getting into diagnoses and like uh clinical definitions Mm. of what some of these things are which i just see you as using as like one of the it's like your giant palette of an art box like yeah you have the pastels but maybe you're focused on on something else but it's not like you don't want to know how to use the colored pencils right you just probably won't (laughs)
1: i'm the kind of guy who's like oh you can draw with that let me put it in my cram box like, right. i got a cram box full of like a hodgepodge random things. every possible coloring and in- implement you got that, a
0: piece of charcoal yeah. you have some berries exactly. like you're just like what can we do here exactly was there anything else that you wanted to document here
1: um yeah i mean just like maybe your closing thoughts on like what it has been like because you've been through, you know, oh, some I'm delusional still thoughts, and, some of the delusional and thoughts. <laughs> what your thoughts are on this, like whole, like approach, and 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 thoughts about
0: it. I think it's important to come at it from a perspective that is very open hmm. and curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about curiosity and compassion yeah. as the cornerstone Definitely. of everything we do, and there's a reason behind that, which is we don't know either. And I I think that. Our professional skill set, like, comes almost completely from admitting that we don't understand what's going on um, most of the time, even, I mean, for better or for worse, because sometimes it just gives us paralysis because we feel like we don't know enough, but when we can be strong enough to just go and do and start speaking Mm -hmm. it's because we do know a lot we just don't ever pretend like we know everything we don't think we're done yeah as much as you've ever tried to be done I won't let you (laughs) sure (laughs) and so coming into this whether it's me having a delusion or somebody I'm talking to having a delusion or we're just talking about the collective delusions sure everybody who's listening to this has could think of a couple of I don't know, public figures right now sure. who don't seem to be completely connected to anything that's actually quote unquote going on. Yeah, And that always is going to come from a coping skill. It's always going to be coming from a context where you were not okay. People who are okay and can question reality and get yeah. answers and aren't four years old asking people questions and getting different answers and then going to the yeah. conclusion that humanity yeah. is screwed like i did when i was four
1: which from a social science perspective is, is quite fascinating to get to an always yeah but here we, we are you know it's that. like i, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean yeah, we try we,
0: not to do that until yeah. it means compassion
1: but in this case that's i, that's I think all it's, we're doing. I mean, it's pretty likely that, that it, that's true and i think it's mm-hmm. because like, that so many people and, and even our culture itself has been so like latched onto this with like spiky 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 <laughs> grip yeah you know to 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 make, to ensure its stability you know please don't question my reality the world is flat please yeah like kind of thinking mm-hmm. that we haven't really had the space to hold the possibility of of uh of everyone of everything
0: i think that's a really good place to just sum this up it's just like when we are so afraid of the future, Mm -hmm. that we let the past control what our possibilities are, Mm -hmm. we're always going to fall into delusion because I promise you our ancestors didn't know what was going on either. So please stop like trusting them to teach us how to exist in 2020. Thanks, Rebecca. Is that good? That's good. Okay, cool. That's great. Well, thank you to anybody who listened and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.